Welcome, everyone, to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you're having a super blessed day. Truly, just enjoying this very moment right here and right now. And in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we're talking to Mr. John Roman, who is a husband father, and founder of FrontRowDads.com, a community of over 300 plus men who are committed to being family men with businesses, not businessmen with families. He is the host of the popular Front Row Dads podcast, which releases weekly shows interviewing high-performing entrepreneurs and business owners who choose to put family first. His community creates both in-person and live events that focus on the six pillars, which we get into, which are intentional parenting, thriving marriage, emotional intelligence, wealth and legacy, vibrant health, and business evolution. John has also been featured in a ton of different outlets like Today's Show, Inc.com, and he's spoken on tons of different stages. He's also the best-selling author of The Front Row Factor, where he shares the inspiring story of The Front Row Foundation, a charity that he founded back in 2005 that's helping individuals who are braving life-threatening illnesses to experience events of their dreams from the front row. This is an amazing episode. You guys are going to love this vibe that John and I just riffed on today. He really is a happy hustler, and he has an amazing event coming up in Austin, Texas, December 6th through the 8th, 2023. If you're listening to this right when it drops, highly recommend checking it out, frontrowdads.com. I'm hopefully going to be there. I'm doing my best to make it, but regardless, maybe you can make it. And it's really one of those things. If you want to be a better husband, better father, better businessman, you should check it out. And even if you're not a husband or a father, in this episode, we talk about the components of a membership community and how to grow a brotherhood or sisterhood that can really build trust and ultimately help you with the results, the the reputation, the revenue, the different ways to really just become more successful, quote unquote, because John talks about the relationships, the resources and the results and how a membership community can help do that. He, He does actually a deep dive on the nuts and bolts of his membership. So if you're looking to create a membership community, this is a really great case study. So I hope you get some value. If you do share this with one person, just one person who could benefit from hearing this message. That's how we stay at the top 0.5% globally ranked podcast out there. It's because of you. It's because you shared the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, after a quick episode sponsor break, we're going to be diving into this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. All right, real quick, I got to share with you something I am super stoked about, and that is my new team members, because I did not waste time looking for the perfect candidates, interviewing, doing personality test assessments or skill assessments or any of that stuff. Belay actually took care of all that for me because Belay specializes in finding and matching you with the right professionals to serve you 
based on a relationship and intentional matching process. See, they search the entire country for a contractor to fit the right person for you and your organization. And they have an extensive recruiting process that includes, but isn't limited to, several video interviews, skills assessments, and actually a whole proprietary process centered around finding the right people for you. And recently, they placed a project manager and an amazing bookkeeper inside the Happiest organization. And I have had nothing but great things to say about them ever since. So if you are interested in getting awesome people in your company and you don't have the headache of looking for them or sourcing them or any of that stuff in between, check out belaysolutions.com forward slash happy hustle today. That's belay, B-E-L-A-Y solutions.com forward slash happy hustle. Now let's get back to this episode. All right, Mr. John Roman, welcome to the Happy Hustle Podcast, my brother. I am super stoked to rock the mic with you. Yeah, man, this is uh, this is a great way to start the day. Yeah, you you have great energy, so it's easy to be synced up with you. <laughs> Thank you, man. Hey, I received that, and so do you. And you know, our mutual friend Garrett Gunderson and Hal Elrod connected us, and you know, I, I started learning about you, and I was like, oh. I got to have John on the show because you are a happy hustler. You are a husband, a father. You're the founder of FrontRowDads.com, which is a brotherhood created for family men with businesses, not businessmen with families, which I love that tagline. And it's so true. And it emulates through all your content and everything you do and stand for. But before we get into all that good stuff, what's something interesting about yourself, John, that not too many people know? Dude, I it's so funny. Um, I search for and when when somebody asks me this question, I'm always wanting to pull <laughs> something that I've never talked about. I want to find what that is, um, and it's a struggle, man. It, may, it I, what I actually love about the question is it gets me thinking about what don't I know about myself? What yeah. have I forgotten about myself? But one thing, um, for lack of a more creative answer, if it hits me, I'll tell you later. Something a lot of people don't know is that when I was younger, I was a competitive gymnast. Oh, and wow. this was like, I was probably 12 at the time. I had watched a movie. I'm going to date myself. I'm 48 <laughs> right now. But it, the movie was called Jim Cotta. And it was this guy who was like, it was a combination of he was a professional gymnast and then he learned karate and he went into this race. I don't, nice. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's like, no. it was a race where it was like, if you didn't win, you died. And oh. it was like the first action movie that I remember seeing as a kid. And I was like, those are the skills I need. I need to be a karate expert and I need to be a gymnast because <laughs> I want to be able to kick and flip. And dude, it was like, that's a little peek into my inner child world. Yeah. I probably still have a little bit of that. Yeah. And the craziest part, man, is that my kids didn't know any of this. They're nine and 14. It's just something that never really came up. But about a year ago, we were at a park and I did a backflip in front of nice. them and they went bonkers and they were oh, like yeah. you all these years you never told us that you could do that i was like i, I wasn't actually sure i could do that but looks like i still can so, pretty funny that's, man dude that's awesome and to that point like i am a self-taught gymnast as well and i have a a sign on my desk, always stay ninja, which I like, I never want to not be able to throw a high kick. I trained in martial arts <laughs> with the Taoist priest and Kung Fu master growing up. And so I, we're like the same, in, in the same sense, dude. I, um, I, and I don't talk about this, but that, that is something 
I have fallen and almost broken my neck like thousands of times trying to learn this backflip on the beach, you know, like yeah. over and yeah. over and just trying to perfect it. Now I don't throw it so much, but I used to play soccer at, um, at a high level. And every time I scored, I always wanted to throw a gainer. So I would throw a gainer. And, uh, no I, way. I would be hard pressed to do it right this moment. Cause if you got that on video, can we, can we find that on YouTube somewhere? Yeah. yeah. Connie, can we link that up in the YouTube please? <laughs> <laughs> That's, cool, That's awesome though. So good for you, man. And I mean, you really do, you know, prioritize family and, and being a husband and being um, a father. And it's, you know, top of mind for me, obviously, uh, we talked about it. But, you know, I, I have a newborn baby son, uh, little Kaizen. And, um, you know, it's just it's like my my next chapter. And I just want to be the best father and the best husband I can be and a lifestyle entrepreneur that really makes a difference with the Happy Hustle mission and message. And I know you feel the same about Front Row Dads. Talk to us about how Front Row Dads even started, first and foremost. Yeah, um, yeah I'm happy to talk about that. It's, my fa- it's one of my favorite things to talk about outside of my wife and kids. Yeah. Um, but dude, I have to also tell you, one of my best friends, his name, his son's name is the same. Really? Have you ever met another kid with the same name? No. <laughs> Dude, yes, 100%. And that was That's his awesome. license plate for years. Um, so I'm very familiar with the term, very familiar Heck with yeah. now the name, and I love it. So props awesome. for that. That's well done. Thank um, you. I, uh, yeah, so Front Row Dads. I mean, I think the important part of the story is why – like let's go back to why it began. Why, why yeah. this whole front row thing? So prior to front row dads, I was a speaker um, and I was making money as a speaker. It was my full-time job. I was making, you know, I was getting paid 10, 20, and even up to 35,000 was my highest keynote fee. So I was putting a lot of money in the bank. I was happy. I was traveling the world. And I've written a book called The Front Row Factor, which mm-hmm. was written about a charity that I started um, about 20 years ago called Front Row Foundation. That's where the whole front row thing began. I was at a concert and I just had this understanding of like, wow, this life is so different when you're in the front row, when you're close to the thing that you really want to Mm -hmm. experience. You give energy to it. It gives energy to you. Like that's just a proximity point, you know, that when we get close to the, you know, you take people into the wilderness, when you get into the wilderness, it's different than talking about the wilderness, right? It's just, you got to get close. And and so what happened was I'd written this book and doing all these speeches and then my wife said, you're more of a moment maker for the rest of the world than you are for our family. Mm. And she said it because she was calling me up as a man. She was calling me into the family. Mm. I was busy trying to show my kids how to live a great life. I thought that providing and, you know, like, and, and, Yes, providing is important. Yes, it's important to chase your dream, dreams as a man. Yes, your kids should see you be passionate, but not to the point where it's an excuse to not be a dad, not, not yeah. to the point where you're not engaged at home. And yep. so I was like, man, there's a problem here. Everything in my life is like, even the conversations with my friends, it would, we would talk for two hours and 99% of it was about business you yeah. know, or whatever, or cracking jokes. But very little of it was like deep dives into parenting and marriage and the things that related to our family life. That was more of like a, by the way, how are your wife and kids? It was a Mm, side mm -hmm. conversation. And so I got 30 guys together back in 2016. Um, Some names that you would know, close friends of mine, entrepreneurs, business owners, high level dudes who I was like, look, let's get together and just not talk about business, right? You've all got, you all can put food on the table. Nobody here is going to go hungry, but like, let's just talk about family for a couple of days. 
Yeah. Dude, it was so successful that the guys were like, let's do this again. Hey, maybe mm. a couple calls in between. And what that turned into is a full-blown company now, seven-figure business that has 330 members in 15 different countries. It's all been built by referral. Guys are having a great experience. They bring in their buddies. It's just word of mouth. It's grown. It's solid. And the mm. men get together online and in person. We have small groups and big groups. We do all different types of things that serve these men and, and, and we started, I was just talking about parenting, how to be a great dad, then it turned into how do we be a great husband? And by mm. the way, if we really want to show up for our family, of course, we need to take care of our health. And, and look, we love business. So let's talk about it, but not from the standpoint of just scaling for scaling sake. Let's talk about the business as like how it serves our family. Mm-hmm. Can we build a family calendar and then build a business that serves that? So all these things come together. We talk about six major pillars throughout the year. Um, and that's it. We've got uh, yeah, we've got a good thing going now, but that's really the start and the and what's happened and evolved. And then you got these little ones running in. Yeah, we're <laughs> recording. And here's what's cool: you met him earlier, but now your audience gets to meet my son. Say hi. No, say hi into the mic. Say hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> so ocean. So ocean nine. And here's what's interesting: this is like perfect timing. We didn't even plan this. You know this uh, this pop in. But when I was when I was younger, I would have only looked at children running into my office as an interruption mm. and like breaking my flow and like uh, you know. And then I would be like, I need better boundaries. I need to like make sure my kids know never to enter my office when I'm you know. But then I, I realized I was like, you know what? This should be part of like, yes, come on in. You know, like meet my friend Carrie, meet his audience. Like, yeah, yeah. Watch Papa work if you want. Like yeah. there became a level of integration and it's not always easy. Uh, you know, they can yeah. be really challenging, but it, it, that's when you're like, I'm in it. I'm, yeah. I'm because sometimes we work really hard to make life clean and friction free. Yeah. That's not where the juice is. Hold on, Let me answer his question real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming and telling me. Have fun. Oh man, that's great. I mean, and and I'm like in that same boat right now. I just did a team meeting with my with little baby boy in the football hold, and it was it was intense. I'm not gonna lie, because he he wasn't like, um, you know, he he wasn't fully compliant with uh, the team meeting, and like you know, he was crying a bit. But it just reminded me, like, and and this is you know, kind of where I, I'd like to take it is there's this this phrase work life balance right i think yeah. personally i think it, it it's it doesn't really make that much sense you know because work is a part of life um and i think for me the systematic harmonization of ambition and well-being makes more sense right like we are ambitious 100%. we're striving for you know our dream reality but we also want to balance our well-being when it comes yeah. To you, balancing the two, what would you say is a a tip, a tool, a tactic that you've used to do so effectively? Yeah, so so many things I could speak to here. And I really think that a lot of this is like how we define the terms. Because I don't think it makes sense to shit all over the term balance. Like uh, balance can be a wonderful thing. It, the, yeah. the word feels harmonious to me. I love that. I also get integration. I get work, yep. work, work life integration. I, I understand that work is life. Like in, but what we 
what men struggle with is like, we have this passion, we have this thing that we want to go do. Mm. And then we have our family and they can feel like two separate things. They often are two separate things. Like when I'm, I'm in a business, you know, um, coaching session in California this week, I'm not present with my family. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. clearly two different tracks. Yeah. And the thing that I, here's what a couple of very practical things I've learned over the years. And a lot of this comes by way of like my own failure, right? My own, like this wasn't working and I need to fix it. And also just watching what other guys did. Here's one. I used to, I used to be very um, distracted on the weekends with my family. Mm. I would, uh, it would be hard to be present with them because I was still thinking about work. And then I would ask the question, how can I be more present with my family on the weekend? And I was wrestling to figure that out. But the real issue that needed to be resolved was actually during my work week. And Mm. what I did was I stopped scheduling Friday so heavy. I used Friday as a closing of the loops, you know, inbox zero. Uh, You know, this was a follow up on the week. Finish things. It was like finish it Friday. Nice. And then when I went into the weekend, I I was clear in my heart. I didn't wasn't carrying all these things emotionally into my family. I didn't have a problem being present with my family. I had a business problem that was mm. bleeding into my family. Yeah. Same thing with what happened on Monday was my Monday was so busy. It was so full. And I just said, team, my to my EA, nothing on Monday. My Monday, I'm going to know in my heart is like, it's a mapping Monday. I want to Mm. plan on Monday. I want to map the week. I want to Mm. think Mm. long term in my business. I want space to wake up on a Monday morning, get my workout in, drink a cup of coffee and think about what I want to create in my life. The problem was when I'd wake up on Monday and I'm like, let's go. Like first call, 9am, first podcast, let's go, let's hit it. How fast can I get into the business? What would happen is I would start thinking about Monday morning on Sunday night. I can't mm. tell you how many times throughout the first decade of my children's life, you know, yep. my, my oldest, I would say to my wife, Sunday night, I'd be like, I need to get a couple hours in the office because I need to be prepared for tomorrow. Yep. And so the misalignment was that, you know, she was like, weekends are for family. And here I was like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I was uh, bowing out. Now, here's where it's interesting. 99% of the time, Carrie, I don't work on weekends. I don't do anything on weekends. In fact, as we record this, it's a weekend. Yeah. This is, but let let me explain. Like, I think this is really important too, because there's what people talk about um, on shows. And then when you look at their real life, you go, ah, I see how like they present it as like a perfect system on the podcast, but in real life, it doesn't look that way. I want to be mm. really transparent with everybody that I'm talking about the majority of the time. Now, here's what I can say with absolute certainty. This is a <laughs> fact. Somebody can fact check my calendar. This is the only podcast I've done in 2023 on a weekend. It is the only call I've scheduled on a weekend in 2023, the entire year. That is a fact. Anybody can check it. They can talk to my EA. (laughs) Nothing. It's never nothing. Yeah. This worked out perfectly because you and I were talking. My wife was away. I knew my kids were going to have a little game time on Saturday. And I was like, this feels like an okay thing. Kids have earned screen time. They're going to do that today. They only get screens on Saturday. Sunday is screen-free Sunday. We always go out and do things. But that's what I mean where there are ways where I can flex 
and do what I want and make decisions. But to me, it's a nine out of 10 game. Nine out yeah. of 10 times, I don't have anything scheduled on Fridays and Mondays. Nine out of 10 times, and even 9.8 out of 10, I don't have anything scheduled on weekends. But if I want to, if I'm feeling the energy, if it looks like a window, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. That's what feels good where I've got freedom in a framework. And I hope that answers the question, but that's how I look at it is like, yeah. there's both separation and there's integration in all of this. Yeah. No, it, it makes a ton of sense. And and it's all about being intentional with your time because it's a, yeah. ultimately our most precious commodity. And, you know, you and I decided to record this. I, I don't record on Saturdays either. But the reason we did is because you have an amazing event coming up. And I'm like, hey, we, we got to get this thing out before your event so the happy hustlers know about Thank it. You, and Thank so you. we fast tracked it. And front row, uh, front row Dad Live is coming up. And, you know, why don't we just talk about it? What What is it exactly? And, you know, who's it for? Dude, I'm so pumped about this event. Three days with a uh, hundred amazing brothers. Uh, I, I can just tell you, it's it's an event like I, I want. I want to say it's an event like no other, but not like there aren't great events. My buddies lead great events. There's incredible yeah. events out there. You know, I was talking about. I mean, I could just literally list them off and list off their events. I go to them. I go to their events. They're incredible. Mm-hmm. The reason I say this one's not like any other is that. It goes back to what you said in the beginning, family men with businesses, not businessmen with families. The Mm. purpose of this event, it's three days and there's three parts of it. One, day one is about you, the man. Uh, What does that look like so that you're a level 10 so you can serve your family, which is what we talk about day two, parenting and marriage. And then day three is how do we grow a business where we don't lose ourselves to it, but then Mm. it serves our family. Right. And that it does have an integrative element. It does feel balanced. It is something our wives, our partners are proud of, not thinking as a threat to the family unit. You know, Mm. Um, like I lost my husband again to the business, but like, man, I love his business. His business, you know, he loves it. It serves him. He comes home energized from it. He doesn't come home spent and wasted with nothing left for the family. He comes home like charged. It's Mm -hmm. an additive to the family. Our yep. event is, it's, we have great presentations, but we have great conversations. It's very experiential. It's mm-hmm. very fun. There's a lot of movement. I mean, entrepreneurs, man, we like to go. We like one yeah. thing to the next. Let me talk about it. Let me think about it. Let me write down my answers. Let me talk to another guy about it. Let me ask the speaker questions. So it's very interactive. It's mm. not sit and listen and take notes the in, entire time. We even take like a break and go play some volleyball, some basketball, you know, some pickleball, whatever. Just get out, break a sweat, hang out, go paddleboard for a little bit. Those are important to building a brotherhood because there's the the whole event is built in this way. We value three things. Relationships first. We value that above all else. The resources are second because once you have the relationship, you can share them. And then last is the result in Mm. that order. First build the relationship then share the resources, then get the result you want. Yep. And our men you know, will invest three days away from their family, which sounds counterintuitive. It's like, John, you're telling me if I want to be a great dad, <laughs> shouldn't I just stay home? But like, dude, where else in our life is the answer just do more work? Like, I mean, the truth is, of course you need to be present with your family. Of course you want to be home. But if you want to write a book, if you want to become a speaker, if you want to build a business, you're likely going to have to study how to do it. But mm-hmm. some men seem to think that the only thing that you need to be a dad is just go home and be a dad. And like, yeah, showing up's important. Loving your kids is important. 
but why why do we think like we're just born experts at being a great dad? Why do we think we just won't share ideas and strategies about how we connect and how we serve and rite of passage programs and when do you talk about screens and how do you have like the talk or the talks throughout their lives and mm-hmm. what do you do when somebody struggles and has a curveball thrown to them? Like this is what we talk about. Mm. We bring in the best of the best guys. We roll up our sleeves, we do the work, and we send dudes home charged and ready to have an amazing year ahead. So mm. it's it's like it. And there's no other event for family men with businesses like this. Mm. That's it. It's the only one that exists. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, what I really appreciate about it is, again, the the structure. You're not just talking about how to have a better marriage. You're not just talking about how to be a better dad. You're talking about how to do all the things whilst, while building a business that 100%. you don't grow to hate, that you are, again, That's you know, it. being intentional and you have a framework, the six pillars of a front row, of a front yep. row dad. If it's cool with you, I'd like to get into them. And I know for people who really want yeah, to yeah. experience this deeper, they just got to go to the event. But let's talk high level for those out there and for maybe sure. even for the females out there who want to bring this to their, to their, um, you know, their, their male partners. Like, I think it's important yeah. to talk about these six pillars. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah, where where do you want to begin? Let's let's go. Let's let's tell some stories. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, let's let's first identify them, and then you know, talk about how they all um, you know interact. Yeah, I was thinking there. I, you probably can't see it. They're they're actually <laughs> like on this wall behind me. I don't know if it shows up, but right there, intentional parenting, thriving yep. marriage, business evolution, wealth and legacy, vibrant health, emotional intelligence, and when mm. you think about those six. When I just outlined the three days of our event, day one is about the man, we say, right? So that's emotional intelligence and health. And on that day, by the way, we have my buddy Stefanos uh, Sifindos, who I don't know if you know Stefanos, but I don't know him. Dude, no. his work is amazing. He, he's yeah. like the men's coach in the world, in my opinion. Awesome. And yeah. he's going to lead a hundred men through a breath work session. And if anybody's oh, cool. done breath work, you know the power of it. And if you haven't, then this is the chance to experience it. Hmm. But this is how we open our event. And then we have another gentleman who is deeply studied emotional intelligence. So we are going to talk about how do you create a, and we, we use this term a lot here, Carrie, sorry, um, is solid men. We hmm. talk about what it means to be a solid man, a man with range. And what hmm. I mean by that is, a man who has this soft side, this empathetic, loving gentleness about him. But mm. dude, he's also got a beast of a dark side of a, if somebody <laughs> yeah. walks into my house and confronts my family, uh, they've entered the wrong home. You know, this is yeah. somebody who has all of this in them. They know how to fight if they need to. They have mm. this aggression in them. We want that. We want ambitious men who can yeah. get shit done. Yeah. We also want men who are who, who would hold a child and and listen and be sensitive and curious and like that is if we can help develop that from within a core of a human that is solid for their family a core of a man that literally can hold the the craziness of having a marriage and children and the chaos that ensues <laughs> like that is important. Yeah. The second two pillars are parenting and marriage. That's yep. the family piece. Yeah. Right. And then the third two, business and wealth. 
Mm. So business is just, can you build a business that serves the world that you can scale, that doesn't own you, but you own it. And then what do you do with the money that you create? Like, how do you look at legacy? How do you, that's a whole other separate subject. So those those six pillars is what we cover. Mm. We can get into any one of those pieces, but they're all important. You know, they're yeah. all important. And there's a spiritual element, by the way. There's an undertone of spirituality to all of that. But we're not a religious organization. You know, mm. this is no religious affiliation. But devout Christians, welcome. Orthodox Jew, welcome, right? Yeah. Whatever, whatever you are, whoever you are, you're welcome in this room because this is built on respect. It is built on diversity. Mm. You know, uh, there's certain things that we all seem to like, oh man, clearly you have a culture. Clearly you align on a lot of these things, but dude, yeah. you're also a bunch of different dudes, Yeah, which is great. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it, it has to be a part of the conversation, the spiritual nature. You know, I'm very spiritual, not religious. You know, my dad technically was Catholic. My mom's technically Jewish. So I was like this religious mutt, you know, and, yep. um, I just was raised very spiritual and I, I pray every day. And I think it's a very important piece to the puzzle as is emotional intelligence, that EQ being able to read the room. And you mentioned like, um, you know, the, the yin and the yang, right? Like that's something I'm a, I'm a big proponent of. And I subscribe to the ethos of a peaceful warrior. I don't know if you've ever read yes. Dan Millman's yes. book, but I even got yeah, it dude, on my the arm. Person that talked about that book this week. Oh yeah, Dan's the man. I, I I built a relationship with him back in the day, and he changed my life truly. And I optioned the rights to make a movie out of the journey of Socrates, and uh, we went through this whole thing. I was going to star in it, and it was it was the whole thing, but it didn't end up working out. But Whoa. regardless, he changed my life, and I'm and I think you have That's to cool. have that peaceful warrior, you know, mentality, so you can be both right and and we are very diverse you know creatures and we need to be both for our families for our businesses for our you know for our partners um but you know i do think now there's this like i don't want to get off on a tangent here but there's this like toxic masculinity uh you know woke culture that's like trying to sabotage it which i i I know we probably are aligned in some of the beliefs on that front, but I do think you need both. And I know you, you preach both and vibrant health is also a part of your, your pillars, which, you know, without health, you cannot be a amazing father, husband, businessman. One thing I do want to stay totally. for a beat is the business piece. Cause we do have a lot of happy hustlers out there who are yep. looking to create wealth and really the three freedoms. I call it, you know, time freedom, um, essentially uh, financial freedom and creative freedom, right? Those three freedoms we all crave. When it comes to your business, you know, membership communities, masterminds, like this is something I've been in the game for many years. And I, I think it's such an important part of uh, positive transformation. You have to have expert mentorship, accountability, and a community for true positive yes. transformation, right? And I know your community has all three. When it comes to the actual nuts and bolts, and and the reason I think this is very important, especially now with AI and this um, this in, indulgence of technology, we need community more than ever. Like away from the screens into like real life, where we're connecting, where you just foster that brotherhood, like you, like you're talking about, or that sisterhood, yes. or just that community, right? Talk to us about the nuts and bolts of the business. How have you actually structured it? Is it an annual thing? 
you know, do how do you scale a membership community? Because I think this is a hot topic here. And, and I think into 2024, this is something that people are really looking to uh, build. So yeah, let's talk about the membership yeah. nuts and bolts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy to, and happy to, happy to get into any of this because I have benefited from other people talking about the nuts and bolts of their businesses and, and yeah. taking pieces of that and applying it to my own. So I appreciate these conversations. Um, so yeah, so front row dads, uh, like I said, profitable seven figure business right now, men pay membership fees that range between two and five K a year to be a member of the group. So we definitely attract a higher you know, uh, performing high capacity, somebody who's got a fairly well-established business, if you will, or, or believes in investing in to create one. Cause a lot of guys are like, I, is this the right group for me? It sounds like there's a bunch of badasses in there. Like, should I join? And I'm like, if you want to surround yourself with all the people you want to be like, then yes, you know, you're, <laughs> yes. you're the, you're the average of the people you hang out with. So Facts. yeah, dude, step in, let's go, man. It's cause it's a spirit, you know, there's an owner's spirit of our group. Um, and the, the, the nuts and bolts of it are very simple. You know, we have different ways that men get and give value. And that's an important part of it because men show up to give value as much as they show up to receive value. Yep. It's like, that's the whole point. If you're just a taker, we're not the good community for you because it's actually the whole reason it works is because everybody's giving. Yeah. So if you got 330 dudes that are all going to be like, I'm going to bring the best of what I've got and share it with the group. Yeah. 330 people sharing the best of what they've got, generous with their introductions. Oh, you need help? I can help. I got a buddy. Like there's one of our front row dads called me the other day and he, or he left me a voicemail and he said, um, hey man, he goes, there's not an area of my life that front row dads hasn't touched. <laughs> like literally my concierge doctor is the wife of one of our brothers. Uh, oh, I have two clients in my group that found me through front row dads. The like, and he just literally went through the. He goes, my new website is being built by one of the dads in the group that has a website company, and he said, "There's not an area of my life that Front Row Dads is not involved in." My mm. counselor, I got is through Front Row Dads. Like every everything, it's just every resource, every connection, every introduction comes by way of the brotherhood. Yeah, and that's the that's a beautiful way to do it because look, can you go Google anything? Of course you can. Go yeah. type in right now how to be a better dad in Google. You can read for fucking days. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't true, even ask true. my turn. Oh, uh, you're good, man. Uh, but it's like you can read for days. But I, I hate – I don't want to learn that way. I don't want to yeah. learn that way. I want to talk to my brother who knows me, who knows my situation and be like, here's what I'm wrestling with. Mm. He goes, dude, here's what worked for me. Here's what happened in my life. Or I know another guy. He was going through something and here's what he did. That's how I want to learn. I want to learn mm. with dudes around the campfire, sharing real resources that have been vetted, that have been approved by the community. Mm. That's what I want. And so the guys are doing all this in, in a couple different ways. One, you know, the, look, nothing will ever beat an in-person event. So we've got four options throughout the year. We've got, you know, about every three months, we host a live event. They're different styles. They're different sizes. Sometimes it's 50. Sometimes it's 150. Sometimes they're in the woods. Sometimes they're downtown. We have these live events. Nothing's going to beat that. We talked about it before. Mm. It is so important to be in the same room. Yeah. yeah. I've sold myself off of it too so many times where I'm like too busy, got so much going on, can't leave the family, all the things. I go to an event and I'm like, that's why I was there. I'm yep. so charged. I've got the resources. I know what domino to tip over to yep. make it all work. It's just beautiful. 
All yeah. right, so there's there's online stuff. Mm. Almost every single week, Carrie, we offer to our group an opportunity to jump online. Niche topics, deep dives into like, you know, we talk about crypto. We talk about, um, you know, uh, VAs. We have a guy in our in our brotherhood that has a VA company. Teaches the nice. guys here's how to look at hiring VAs. We talk about peptides if you're interested in that. We yeah. talk, you know, to Im- improve your health. We talk about emotional resiliency if you want to work on your psyche and your inner emotional state. We bring in incredible people to these events that are sometimes an hour, sometimes three hours. Come and go as you please. Gino Wickman, who started EOS, yep, just came yep. in and he talked to the group. We've had Gary Brecka come in and talk to the group recently. Nice. We had, I mean, just all sorts. And, and our buddy Garrett might be yeah. coming in and doing some financial education for the Heck group. Yeah. Garrett Gunderson, for those who know, right? And it's like, we just have, we have all this access to all these amazing people. They come in, they talk, and they share. Mm. So the dudes are paying to have access to all these things. And the way, here's what I want to say, Carrie, about the business is like, they're investors. Mm. We talk to them like they're investors. We, and I say that. I go, when you pay, why are you paying your membership fee? Some people are like, do I, need, do I really need to pay for friends? I go, dude, you're, you're an investor in a mission. That's what we do. Everybody, we're all chipping in. We collectively, as the Front Row Dad staff, as the owner of the company, my job is to provide a playground for all you guys. By the way, if you ever think it's easy to do this, you ever think it's easy to get 50 dudes or 100 dudes together, if you think it's easy to put together an agenda, bring in speakers, all the resources, do that, go ahead, give it a shot. Come back to me. Tell me how easy it is, right? And then once you do that once, you'll happily pay for somebody else to do it for you. So these dudes are investors. This is a shareholder (laughs) meeting when they come together and they're basically like, I believe in this. Yeah. I believe in this impact in the world. I believe in this brotherhood. Mm. And I want somebody to organize ways for us to hang out. Mm. I want yeah. somebody to curate the content. I want somebody to put it all together. Yeah. So anyway, dude, there's there's all that. There's telegram threads. There's a you know, there's online groups. There's recordings that are stored in a place called the vault. All that's there. Yeah. But dude, the, the core of it is guys pay a membership fee. Yeah. Everybody's chipping in. We organize everything. They benefit. Apologies for the interruption, but I got to tell you about something super exciting. My new book, The Happy Hustle Version 2.0, is set to launch soon. And this book is completely revised and entirely enhanced. I'm talking about all new scientific data regarding happiness, all new design and layout. We professionalized the entire manuscript using a very prominent company in the publishing world, and it has way better of a flow to it than the first iteration of The Happy Hustle. This new book can really help you put the happy in your hustle and blissfully balance your life in a systemized way, both personally and professionally. And if you act fast and you actually pre-order The Happy Hustle, you can get over $350 in bonuses. We have a masterclass that's exclusive for people who pre-order. We have a workbook that's exclusive. We have the audiobook that is going to be sent out to people who pre-order it. We have amazing Blissful Balancer PDFs and templates for the Perfect Partner page and so much more. And if you want to actually get the book on pre-order and get all those bonuses, you just have to go to thehappyhustle.com forward slash book and claim your copy today. And I would so appreciate it. And I know you would actually get a lot of value from it because this book is really destined to change lives if you actually implement what's inside. Now that's it. Let's get back to this episode. Peace and love, y'all. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, so much to unpack there. The the first thing that comes to mind, just to your point, like events are the biggest biatch. Um, if you want a stressful <laughs> yeah. job, like try to run a live event. And don't get me wrong, like events have the opportunity to truly change lives. But I was mm-hmm. at the Fire Festival uh, running VIP. Um, oh, Jesus. Like, like was the on the back end. Yeah, the Fire Festival on the island next to Billy crying like a little baby. Uh, mm. And so I watched firsthand the biggest meltdown of events. I've been, I've ran events like Coachella and Lollapalooza and all sorts of events. I've been on the back end. I've run my own events. I tell you what, events are so stressful. So I tip of the hat to John, you, my brother, and yeah. anyone who does events because it ain't easy, yeah. but they are transformative. And that's what's necessary in a, yeah. in a membership community. So that's number one. You mentioned the second piece, online touch points. Very important. And I just want to get tactical for all the happy hustlers out there. Like these are, this is the components of a successful membership, right? And we want to break it down. The online, and you said weekly, right? Weekly touch points? Weekly, or, weekly opportunities for the guys to connect, yep, on right. specific niche topics. Exactly. So there has to be some level of continuity, that, that touch point, right? It can't just be once a quarter because we're so busy and we get distracted and then we forget or we get, you know, the shiny object syndrome and we, we chase another group or something else, right? So there needs to be that continuity piece. So you got the in-person live events, you got the, you know, continuity of, li- of in in online, you know, touch points, then you have resources, right? You mentioned the vault, right? The, the yep. media library with all different resources, a huge piece to this because people want to be self-paced and learn and, and grow on their yep. own time. Right. And then you also have the podcast, right. That you're um, sharing you and you're, you, you give away free content that ascends them up to the membership community. Right. So podcast, yeah. Yeah. And so, so these are a really important, you know, to, to break down the different components as well as um, you mentioned like text message, right? The telegram and, and like on your phone and being able to actually connect with the brothers. That's a, a, a very important piece. Is there any other pieces that I'm missing that, that really are the glue? Yeah. One of the biggest is uh, we didn't get there yet, but it's, this is it, man. This is the core of it. It is, we call it, we call them these groups bands. Mm. So EO calls them forums. Yep. Uh, you know, another my GoBundance brothers call them pods. Yeah, whatever you call them, they are small groups. They are up to eight guys, mm. and they commit to one another to to have some type of cadence, gathering, deep dive. So because they're all the same guys meeting regularly, because they've dedicated. This is our team. This is our band. You know, the band concept, obviously the band ties to the front row theme, but a band is really like when you think about a a real legendary band, everybody plays a different instrument. And that's what happens when you get a group of guys together that are all a little bit different. Now, you, yeah. you might share the value of being a family man with a business, not a businessman with a family. You might have some similarities, but different personalities, different, you know, one's an extrovert, one's an introvert, one, yeah. one. You know what I mean? Like there's just different dudes, um, different approaches, different, like we said, different spiritual beliefs, different, uh, one might be conservative and one a little more free. And, you know, there's just like all these different, uh, pieces of it, but what you get is you get trust, you get Mm. vulnerability, you get honesty, and these are built on a dude telling another dude and getting support, you know, the real shit that most guys aren't going to say to each other. Yeah. Yeah, you can have a buddy, 
And I'm amazed at how many buddies don't actually call each other out. They're not honest with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, she's wrong. It's all her <laughs> versus anybody that's like, hey, man, I, I actually think we need to look at you. Not, not, let's not turn this into a complaining session about your wife. Mm. Like, let's talk about you. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I want in my life. I want a dude that's going to tell me the thing other dudes aren't going to say. I, mm. I want honest people. I want direct feedback. I want uh, toughness when necessary. And I also want encouragement along the way. Of course I do. Yeah. But like these bands that get together. So my band is Hal Elrod, Justin Donald, Dane Espigard, and Tim Nikolai. Those are my five dudes we meet every single month for two hours, roughly. And this is we've been going on for now almost five years. Wow. And we get together and we do deep dive conversations. There's we we laugh a lot. There has been no shortage of tears. Mm. This has been uh, we've done 360 reviews on each other where we take I uh, want, you know, we write, write a review on the other dude. And like wow. the question might be, what's something about this man that nobody else is telling him that you would have the courage to tell him? Mm. Dude, how about that? That's deep. Yeah. Where do you think this dude has a blind spot? Mm. And if you have those guys in your life, man, you're going to grow. Oh, and that's yeah. what's happened. Dude. We've all grown. Our businesses have grown. Our parenting has, has expanded. And that's why guys... Look, you know, our mutual friend, Hal, he's, he's known around the world. Mm. You know, his book's published in, I don't know how many languages. I can't count that high. I don't know. Sold millions of copies. <laughs> yeah. He gets astronomical fees to stand on stages. Like, people recognize him out in public. And at the same time, like, he just sent out an email to his entire list, tens of thousands of people talking about Front Row Dads because mm-hmm. I didn't pay him to do it. He's not an affiliate. He does it because it's literally changed his life. And he'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. He told um, me And that. he has no shortage <laughs> in access to great people. Yeah. But this is different. And we get that through these small groups. So the whole point is mm. whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever level of success you have, um, we've got guys in the group that you know have a net worth of $10,000 and guys in the group that have a net worth of $100 million. It doesn't mm. matter. That's not the qualification. We're not, this isn't a pissing contest with your, with your finances. Mm. Um, but you know, this is a group of men who are like, I want to run a great business. I want to be a great dad. And I know there's something to learn from everybody. Yeah. And so we want, and let me let, say this last piece, which is intimacy. Uh, this, we, no matter how big we get, as we scale, we got we always got to keep it small. Mm. You always got to keep it like that, that small, Hey, these are like locals. Yeah. Like that, and that's what you get with the band. Yeah. It's a local feel. Yeah. You know, you're never going to know everybody, but you can know a couple of guys really well. Yeah. That's a good point. And do you pick the members for each band or do you have them pick? Both. Both. They can make their own. Okay. If they know what they want, they know who they want, they can form their own, but they can also just raise their hand and go, I want to be in a band. And then we form the band for him and go, this is your band. Mm, nice. Both are great. Yeah. I can make an argument for why both of them are, are wonderful yeah. options, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and again, this is how you increase engagement and longevity of a membership community is you build that, 100%. that trust, that vulnerability. And yeah. I think this is also where a lot of membership communities go awry. Like as they scale, they don't have that pod, that band. Or they do have it, but it's not effective. There's a, there's, you know, the, 
the actual engagement is is off, right? And so I'm totally. wondering, in terms of engagement, do you have a like um, almost like a rule around it, or if someone's not going to the membership, but or like to the meetings, or do you have anything like Man. finite I'm in this smiling arena? <laughs> I'm smiling because there's a there's a manual for oh, this. Awesome, and um, it's not public, but I'll show it to you okay. when we're done. Yeah, um, it's you know I'll, I'll show you, and you'll okay. be blown away. Okay, it, it you know I wonder like if I should just share it like publicly. Because it's really badass. Um, yeah. I, we might create a public version of it that's maybe mm. a little simpler, a little more open. Because I do want people to have this. I, look, whether or not somebody like is a member of Front Row Dads, signs up, pays the money, joins the group, mm. I just want men and people and women and whomever to have great relationships yeah. in their life. Yeah, I, I don't. I actually don't think I don't think Front Row Dads is a good fit for everybody. I don't think everybody listening should join our group. I think there's. Tons of other groups out there that are probably a better fit for them. Now, somebody in your community, Carrie, is yeah. going to hear this and it's a perfect fit for them. Yeah. That's the one, that's the one, two, or however many guys that I want to find front row dads. Yeah. But for everybody else that we're not a good fit for, I just want them to have great friends. I want them to have great conversations. I want them to have this. I think we all need it. Yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. That's my, that's my belief. No, I, so yeah, man, it's, it's, there is totally rules that we say, this is how we think it should be run. But I want to tell you, I had a, I have a, uh, um, a canvas print in my office. It's not hanging up right now. Cause we had it at our last event. It's in the, it's in these boxes right next to me, but dude, somebody sent me a gift. Cause I repeat this at every one of our events. And that is in front row dads, we invite you to participate in these ways. Hey, this is how a band functions. We invite mm. you to participate in that way. Mm. But the thing I always say is I go, but you're grown men yeah. and you will do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that's a really important part of being in this group is that I think it's unhealthy yeah. when an organization, a community, a religious group or whatever says, this is the way it is the only way. And if you go against this, you are no longer welcome in our community. That there's a little bit of like, it gets unhealthy <laughs> in that space. And I want people to always remember their sovereignty. Mm. I want to make sure that you know that we are, we, we, we are definitely going to create a space for you. You want a framework? We'll give you one. You want some suggestions? I'll tell you. You want me to pick left or right? I'll pick a direction for you. But at the end of the day, I want you to remember mm. that you get to order off the menu. Yeah. You design your life. You mm. are the architect and don't delegate that responsibility entirely. Mm. Like we don't want followers only in this group. And it's a very interesting balance, Carrie, to lead a group of leaders. Yeah. That's a very interesting thing. Yep. Because they have to yet subscribe to a little bit of the structure. Okay, I don't. I I know he wouldn't care that I would say this, and I'm usually very careful with private conversations and names. But my really good friend Tucker Max, who many people would know, yep. um, he and I had lunch last week, two hours, and he we were talking about one of our recent events, and he goes, "I think he goes framework is healthy for me." Now here's a guy who has no problem doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, yeah. but he goes, "Give me the framework, and then of course I'll always decide." what I will do. 
but I love having somebody tell me this is the framework. Then I get to do decide if I'm going to do it or alter it, do 90% of it. You know, that I love that mm. because then we're always in the iterative, co-creative process together as a brotherhood. Yeah. And on the fly, dude, I'll make changes. Somebody will come to me in the group and go, I think we should do it this way. And I'm like, you know what? That's a better way to do it. We're totally going to change. Yeah. And other times people come and they're like, I think it should be this way. And I'm like, yeah, we thought about that. We're going to stick with this. And if it's just not a good fit for you, that's cool. Mm. You know, much love, always be friends, call me anytime, but not the right group for you. Yeah. It's an interesting balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate the framework and the freedom and the flexibility that you possess with your community. Yeah. And I think it's necessary to have that, especially if you're serving a leader, which, yeah. you know, with the that, guys in our group. Yeah. yeah. You- <laughs> that's like, you got to be mindful that they are a badass in their own right. And like, that's in my that's same right. Happy Hustle Club. Like, we got straight badasses. It is, they, they want their sovereignty. And, you know, yeah. I think it has to be very delicate, delicately managed. Right. And you mentioned, you know, ego, right. Ego is, is a part of it. It's healthy to have one, but also you need yeah. to be a humble and humble enough to yeah. learn and, and grow and give. And at the end of the day, you know, meaningful relationships is what life is all about, right? And so that's what we're talking about with membership communities and how to foster them. And, and I hope everyone out there, whether it's Front Row Dads or any, any other community, you need to find your people and create that tribe. We are yes. tribal beings. And right now, we're being so divided politically, you know, with these ideologies about religion or race. It's just, we need to come together. We need to to foster peace and, and, and brotherhood or sisterhood and community and tribal nature again. And I, I just, you know, love what you're up to, man. And, you know, for anyone who wants to go to front row dads, I'm going to do my best to actually make it down there. I I told you, I'm going to do my best to to make it. I am in the middle of moving right now and I got a newborn and we're going down to Florida. So there's a lot going on in my life, but I hope people will join me. If I do make it, I'd love to see you in person, but where can people go to sign up or to learn more about it? If, if they do want to, to, to attend. Yeah. Thanks man. Um, yeah, simple front slash live. Uh, but if you just go to front you'll see it. It's right there. Um, you can go to the the site and, uh, I think if you use, I'll give your audience this code. If you use the code Brotherhood when you mm. check out, it'll give a little a little discount on the price. Oh man, um, that's awesome! So for you and your group, Gary. Uh, but yeah, guys, I if you've got questions, just email us. You can email team at frontroadads.com and somebody will get back to you and answer any questions you've got. Uh, and at the same time, dude, if you've heard enough and you're like. Yeah, let me roll the dice. It's like, what's the worst that could happen? Right. I think whenever you think about these things from a time, energy, resources, um, just ask yourself, like, what? Yeah, ask what's the cost to go. Normal question. You should ask what's the cost to go. Yeah. Um, but you should also ask what's the cost not to go. Uh-huh. And I think as a dad, it's very important to play that out because, like, hey, what is the what? You you of course there's a risk of like going and having it not be worth it and not getting anything out of it. That's always a risk you run at any event. There's a, but there's a definitely a risk of not going to any event because uh, you can guarantee you're not going to learn anything <laughs> there. You yeah. can guarantee it's not going to be a hit. Um, yeah. So just yeah. process that in the same energy that you give to your business. Maybe at times 
consider giving the same energy, if not more, to your life as a dad and as a as a husband. And you know what would happen if you did that? How proud will you be? Because the last thing I want to say, Carrie, is this: I've interviewed a lot of guys about fatherhood, hundreds and hundreds of people now for nearly a decade, mm. and I can tell you this. I've met many men in their 70s and 80s that are successful millionaires, right? With families. Mm -hmm. I have heard more times than I can count the wisdom from an elder saying, uh, don't miss it. Uh, I was absent for many years. Mm -hmm. I feel terrible about it. I cannot go back and repair that. Yep. Please be present for your family. They've said that. Yeah. I have never... And I mean, never heard one time anybody in that position say, you know what, John, I think I spent too much time with my family. I think I left a million on the table and I have so much regret about it. When I go to bed every night, I'm like, ah, why did I go to that baseball game? Ah, I could have made an extra million. Nobody ever, ever has said that. And if we look to the future towards the end for the wisdom of these men who've traveled the road... And instead of turning that into like an intellectual pithy platitude of a thing that's said by the elderly that us young men, younger men get to like joke about, can we actually take the advice before it's too late? Mm. Can you actually take the advice before it's too late? Because let me tell you, the busy seasons are never going to end. Mm. Right now, you're launching a podcast. Next, you're going to be launching a book. Next, you're going to have... 30 employees instead of 15 and it's going to be another busy season and then and then the next thing you know your kids are going to be teenagers you're going to be like i'm going to sell my company it's just a busy season where i got to sell the company and then right when you sell the company you're going to be like i'm so busy trying to figure out where to invest the money yeah and you're going to fucking hide the whole way behind your mission yep and miss your kid's life so whether if that's the only thing you hear me say and you never come to a front road out event you never join our group you never do any of that please show up for your family. Please learn about fatherhood. Please do the thinking, do the planning for Mm -hmm. your family, for your children. Like take it seriously. It is an important role. If you Mm. really want to save the world, raise great children. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, mic drop on that one. Damn. I love it. I mean, go back and listen to that monologue y'all because that was straight fuego, John. And it's the truth. And I know tons of wealthy people who their marriage is in shambles, their kids don't know them, and it's just an absolute shit show at home. But at the front, you know, at the forefront, like their IG shows them driving a Ferrari and they got a a nice house and success, quote unquote, looks all glamorous. But you and I both know these people and it's and it's not who I like to emulate or who you like to emulate or even who like to associate with truly. And I, I just think I, I so resonate with, with what you just said in the mission behind it. That's really what the happy hustle is all about. Putting the happy in your hustle, blissfully balancing both your personal life and your professional life to totally. ultimately create that, you know, dream reality. Right. And, and it's yep. just, you know, you got to find your tribe and, and learn from people who are doing this and who have the same values. So I hope everyone checks out frontrowdads.com and check out 
you know, the event coming up. The date is, let me give the date. Just if you're listening to this right when it drops. December 6th through the 8th. Okay, yeah. yeah. You got the date, December 6th through the 8th, 2023. There there will be more. If you miss this one, you're listening to it later. There will be more. So check out Front Row Daz. Listen to the podcast. John, this has been amazing, man. I do want to put you through Thanks, the Happy Hustle Hacks question and then our rapid fire round. So first being health. You know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, just optimizing, you know, in, in many different regards, but health is one of those that I know you don't, you know, you were talking about crushing it in volleyball, you know, this morning, right. And how you can still do a backflip, right. That stuff's impressive going on almost 50, man. And you look great. So, so talk to us about something that we could deem a happy hustle hack. This is something uniquely John, something that maybe, you know, um, that, that you don't talk about too much, but something that is either a tip, a tool, a tactic in this arena that we could deem a, a happy hustle hack. Hmm. You know, it's tough, man. Um, and the reason that feels tough is because the things that I'm doing are the basics. I, I don't know that there's anything that people are going to be surprised by, but I'm fairly consistent with it. Like this is our, this is our front row dad daily five habits right here. I'm holding up to the camera and yep. for people just listening. And the, the number one thing is the daily sweat yeah. on that list. Yep. That's it. Well, I sweat every day. Uh, and awesome. I think that's part of what makes it work is one way or another. I'm in the sauna, I'm walking, I'm hiking with the dogs, I'm playing pickleball with the kids. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm breaking a sweat n- nearly every day. Yeah. But the commitment is to do this every day. It probably works out to be six out of seven days a week, but that's a big one. The basics around break a sweat, put healthy foods in your body, get some rest, you know, I value sleep so highly now yeah. and I, I notice things that affect my sleep, stress, alcohol, all of that. Don't poison your body. Don't deliberately work against your health. Yeah. And I think that's a big, that's, it, it's, it's not a sexy answer, but it is the real answer. Yeah, no. It's... You know, and to me, the hack is brotherhood. Yeah. The hack is relationship. Yeah. Because the minute I got a relationship, dude, here's a great example. I'm going to tell you this. I... I'm going to switch for a quick second and just tell you about this because I think it relates to what I just said very quickly. I don't like looking at numbers. I'm not a numbers person. I like Me I know either. that's a belief. <laughs> I, I just right. I don't like looking at the PL. No. Uh, I know there's money in the bank and that's great. And I have the PL and the taxes are done and it's great. I have a bookkeeper. I've got a great CPA. But dude, my sister is really great at numbers. And I have a call with her right after this. This nice. is I show you my calendar. And all I literally asked her, I said, you're so good with numbers. Will you just get on the phone with me and hold my hand as I go through the numbers? And she goes, I would love to because she's kind of like a bookkeeper CPA person. And, yeah. I, and I was like, and she goes, I would love to because it's time with my brother and we'll look at the numbers together. And I'm like, I literally look at it like you're my workout partner yeah. but for my finances. And that's it. Yeah. And that's the hack. Yeah. People. I sweat with people in the sauna. I go for hikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, even shameless plug in my new book coming out in April, I put a pro tip. I say, if you watch other people on TV sweat more than you sweat yourself, chances are you need to move that ass. And uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like that's the, right. people are just like, you know, couch warriors watching football, like, you know, yeah, come on. And it's like, dude, that's not going to get it done. So I love that you mentioned it. Get back to the basics. And, and the, the next happy hustle hack I wanted to talk about is money. You know, it's a frequency, it's a tool, it's an energy, but Mm -hmm. it's important. It's a part of the conversation to be a happy hustler. Right. 
What, what would you say is a happy hustle hack when it comes to money? So maybe something that you do to save, invest, or spend wisely that, you, that we could deem a happy hustle hack. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I started seeing currency as the current I see in my life. Mm. Like I look at it way more energetically. Yeah. To me, the hack has been my relationship to money, mm. understanding the limiting beliefs that came to me as a child, the things that were taught, programmed, things I saw on TV or heard from my parents or witnessed with friends or whatever it was, to, to really understand my relationship to money. That was the biggest thing. And the minute I changed my relationship to money, the minute I felt differently about it, more of it showed up. Mm. Now, I did the work. I did the business work. I did the stuff that needed. I didn't just sit around and think about it. I didn't manifest it out of thin air. Right. But once the belief changed and I had the hustle and I had the work ethic and I did the thing, I took the action. Yeah. Dude, income is has grown tremendously over the number of the over the last, even I would say the last five years. Yeah. I have um I have extremely wealthy friends. And I don't I don't want people to be wealthy if that's part of their journey. There's no problem with that. Yeah. I have no problem with the fancy car, the nice house, whatever. Yeah. Love it. It just, how healthy is it in your life? Yeah. All of it. How healthy? Yeah. Anything's a tool. Anything's a resource. It can work against you or for you. So my, help, my hack is work on your relationship to money. Mm. Really understand it. Talk about it with your friends. Ask people about their relationship to money. Ask people about their beliefs and how they shifted because when that changes, everything changes. Mm, yeah, great point there. And and it's really, in my opinion, just getting out of that scarcity mindset. And it's difficult, but focusing on the abundance mentality, right? And then just changing that relationship. Yeah. Oh, great, great uh, wisdom there, man. Let's talk about spirituality. You know, again, I don't really care one religion or another. I know you don't either, it sounds like. It's just, it's important yeah. to have faith in something yep. bigger than yourself, in, in my yeah, opinion. 100%. What would you say is a way that you connect to a higher power? You know, something, again, maybe uniquely, John, like oh, something that, that taps you in um, that we could deem a happy hustle hack in this arena. It's, it's silence, man. For mm. me, it's, it's silence. Because what I now believe in my life at 48 years old and having the experiences that I've had, I see it as um, that, that, that God lives within me. The, the term God, this infinite intelligence, this life force that surrounds me and is within me. And that I see things as connected more now than I do separate. Mm. It's not me. And then there's God over there. It's not me and you over there. It's like all of us energetically doing a dance together through this life. So when I feel spiritual, I feel connected to this this invisible part, this part that I can't quite draw a picture of per se. I don't know what the shape of it is, but I sense it and feel that it's an openness. Mm. I sense then feel it's a flowing, energetic piece to my life. And I'm as logical and as reasonable as anybody can be. And at the same time, I, I love living in the magic of something that I don't understand. And I, I don't feel the need to define it. I don't feel that my life is terrible because I can't put a definition to it. I actually don't know that I even want to define it entirely because I love the mystery of it. Yeah. I love, right? So the, the hustle, for, the happy hustle part of it for me is like falling in love with this magical space mm. that I go, oh, that's interesting or spooky action at a distance, you know, like the <laughs> things we can't quantum physics of the 
that quantum world, oh man, that's fascinating. Yeah. Even though I could never give a talk about it. Right. Right. And and one of the things I'll say, I don't know if we can talk about this on your podcast. I suppose you could always cut it out if you don't want to do it. <laughs> but you know, five years ago or so, I did step into a, you know, what's commonly referred to now and and getting more attention of this plant medicine space. And, mm. you know, I did have an ayahuasca ceremony and I did have a psilocybin ceremony and I did try multiple uh, avenues of healing and this like soul expansion. Yeah. And dude, I will tell you, I will tell you, I had a conversation with my devout Christian parents who I told them that I was doing this. And I said, I went to church my whole life growing up, and I know that we've had many conversations about God. I understand. Uh, I, I try to intellectually and in my heart the best I can understand what this all means. But guys, I can tell you that I get it now, and nothing helped me get it more. Nothing helped me feel actually more connected to your passion for religion mm. than plant medicine. Yeah. Because when people say things like, I died in the experience and went to heaven, mm. not from the, the painful part of death, like, oh, I f the feeling of dying. No, yeah. it wasn't that. It was literally like the transcendence of a soul mm. into another dimension, into another realm. And not just like in theory, but actually traveling there, having conscious remembrance of it. And then coming back, and if somebody was like, I literally will take you to heaven and show you and bring you back, that's what I felt. Yeah. That sounds nuts <laughs> to explain, but almost everybody I know that's been through, and this isn't a sales pitch, but I'm not, I'm, I'm literally, I'm not selling people on doing this. This yeah. is not a commercial or advertisement for this. I do not think everybody should go do this. Yeah. But Carrie, I do think that for me, this was powerful. Yeah. And so I have to say it because nothing connected me more to my own life force energy than that. Yeah. Listen, I mean, you're preaching in the choir. I'm not, I, I really do subscribe to the less is more approach, but I have dabbled in all the things you mentioned. I did four ayahuasca ceremonies down at Rhythmia in Costa Rica. I, I've done the psilocybin journeys. You know, I think the biggest misconception is it's not a party. It's work. Like you are facing your demons. Big work. <laughs> you are literally Big work. going into the trauma. You're recategorizing it. You're learning about yourself, your emotions. I forgave myself. I forgave a lot of people who've wronged me. It was very healing. And, and I say the same thing. I don't like tell anyone they should do it. I say, if you feel called, explore it, but only if you feel called. And it's one of those things that it does have diminishing returns. In my opinion, I watched my business partner and friend get to a point of diminishing returns where he did it in excess. And ultimately it was to his demise. Yep. And I think just like anything, you need moderation as a part of it. Uh, but, but it, it is a Absolutely. way to tap into a higher power. You're right.
you're 100% right. It can be another place to hide. Yes. It can be, but people hide at personal growth events too. Like we, you know, True. our events can be wonderful, but people can hide there. Yeah. They're always hiding behind, well, I have more room. I have more work to do before I go do the thing in the world. I have more, I have more work to do. And, and that can be a, a place to hide like anything. Yeah. Anything can be the hiding. Yeah. People hide behind success. They hide behind work ethic. They hide behind meditation. They hide behind, but they also hide behind Netflix and alcoholism and porn addictions and all the things. There's a thousand arguably healthy and unhealthy places to hide. Yeah. And all of them can be tools for good. And all of them can be places to camp out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's true. And you just have to be very self-aware and, and recognize, you know, the reason behind what you're doing and, and why you're doing it. Right. And, you know, I like that you went there. And I, have a crew of people around you. Yeah. Because you can only have so much self-awareness, I think, at any one given moment where you got somebody around you where you're like so close to it. True. Like where somebody's like holding up the page in, yeah. in front of your face and you're like, I can't read any of that. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's why I'm here, man. I'm, yeah. I'm here to help. Yeah. And to be a mirror. I think it's you, you need to have those checks and balances in your life and go in full circle with it. So love that, man. All right. This was awesome. Let's put you to the rapid fire round. Then we'll wrap this interview up, man. This is just – right. Where I ask you random things and you answer honestly, first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, favorite food, go. Uh, favorite food would be scrambled eggs. <laughs> nice. Favorite movie? Uh, Rudy. Nice. Favorite book? Favorite book is The Ultra Marathon Man by Dean Carnassus. Hmm. Best business advice. Um, best business advice. Hire hire a coach. Mm. What's your spirit animal? Black Panther. Nice. Three things you're most grateful for. Uh, my wife, my children, myself. Make the sound of your happy hustle front row dad rebel yell. <laughs> i didn't see that coming and if you had a billboard for the world to see with your last piece of content on it john what's that billboard read uh love yourself mm. crush that rapid fire round brother and man i just want to take a moment to acknowledge you for sharing your love your light your wisdom your unapologetic self your your behind mm -hmm. the scenes look at your amazing community front row dads and and just the opportunity to Invite the happy hustlers to join Front Row Dads live, you know, in um, Austin, Texas coming up. I mean, dude, this has been an amazing interview and I'm just grateful to know you, grateful to collab in the future and just see where our, our friendship and brotherhood takes us. And and uh, thank you again for, for your time. Thank you, Carrie, man. This is so fun. Appreciate it. Now I'm, I'm off to, uh, to see the boys. Do it. I will check in. I love it. Well, one, one more time, remind people where they can go and uh, where you know, people can go to follow you as well sure. online. Yeah, uh, all things at frontrowdads.com. Uh, if you want to follow along personally, the journey, the family, the whole deal, at John Vroman, J-O-N-V-R-O-M-A-N, at John Vroman, you can you can find me, you know, mostly on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. And then I would say, if you want to hear some of the guys that are going to be at this event, or just that are in the community, people I'm connected to that are members of Front Road Ads that serve Front Road Ads, uh, the podcast is a great place. If you're listening to this, 
um, then you probably like audio content, then mm. check that out because the guys who are at the event, I've, I've brought many of them on to talk about what's going to happen at that event. So it's a good place to check it out. But guys, like I said, dude, the, the biggest call to action carry is do something yeah. wherever you go. And you've got a great thing going on. So it, it, it's yours. It's mine. It's any of our brothers that we're fortunate enough to be around. Yep. Like, dude, there's no scarcity here. Yeah. 8 billion people on the planet. I'll have 100 at my event. There's no <laughs> scarcity. There's yeah. <laughs> It's just like finding our home. Sometimes yes. you got to go check it out and see if it's your home. So love that. That's it. Frontroaddads.com. We'll link it all up in the show notes as well. Final question, John. Oh, thanks, brother. What does happy hustling mean to you? You know, it's this, man. It's what we're doing. Happy hustles flow. I was just with my buddy Dan Martell in California mm-hmm. uh, at one of his events called Empire Builder. Garrett was there. Yep. I was in the room with Garrett, by the way, last week. That's when he sent awesome. this text intro. And, you know, Dan was talking about flow and he was talking about flow from that perspective being relationships, revenue, and reality Mm. is how he was defining it. And he was talking about how in his life, man, that, you know, everything he does is it's got to be in flow. Mm. And I believe that, you know, one of the things that hit me over the last couple of years is like, I want to be in a dance with life, with people, with my wife, with my kids. And that dance is this energy It can be playful. You're going to step on someone's toe here and there. At times, you're not going to want the same music. You're not going to want to do the same dance. There can be stress behind it. You can feel embarrassed. People are watching you do this dance. But it's like, to me, being in flow is like when I find my space with my wife and we're just dancing and the world kind of melts away and our souls collide, when I'm dancing with my kids, you know, even like literally like in the kitchen for a dance party and people are just letting their themselves be yeah. and we're in sync with the music of life to me happy hustle is flow mm. happy hustle is attunement happy hustle is ease in a way now there's effort to that but it's like it's like when i swing a golf club and my body is relaxed and i've got the technique down but i just it just feels like i didn't even hit the ball it just <laughs> soars right where i want it to be or when i when i split a piece of wood with an axe or whatever it is, there's just like this effortless alignment mm. and everything was exactly as it should be. And I wasn't in resistance. I wasn't fighting against it, man. Happy hustle is flow. Boom. Mic drop, y'all. John Broman. Thanks for watching and listening, y'all. We are out. Peace and love, everyone. Real quick, guys, I got to share with you a little secret, and that is optimal sleep. If you are not sleeping optimally, you are not going to be able to happy hustle a life that you love. You can listen to podcasts, you can read books, you can, you know, do your best to go to the gym and eat healthy, but if you're not sleeping well, you're not going to be a happy hustler. That's just the damn truth. But Fortunately for you, I have a little secret weapon, and that is magnesium breakthrough. These are seven different forms of magnesium all in one little capsule. And then you can actually optimize your sleep because it legit reduces the cortisol levels and helps with deep relaxation so that you are sleeping optimally. And the best part is they actually stand behind their products at Bioptimizers. You get a 365-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it for whatever reason, send it back. Check it out at magbreakthrough.com, and you can get up to 33% off today. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com forward slash happy. 
Real quick, y'all, I want to share with you something that is making a very positive impact on my physical health, as well as my mental health, but more so my physical health, because I really believe that you have to detox your body. You have to sweat those toxins out regularly in order to be optimized, in order to actually happy hustle your blissful balance and your dream reality. And one of the ways that I actually detox my body is from my therapy. Therasage Infrared Portable and Affordable 360 Plus Sauna. This thing is my go-to. I love it because it's actually affordable and it is portable. And it actually is made by a family-owned company that stands behind their products. And the best part is you actually get the hookup for watching and listening to the Happy House Podcast. You can just go to therasage.com and you can just type in code HAPPY and it will actually save you over 10% on everything store-wide, but specifically the sauna. And the good thing about the sauna is it actually burns calories. So you just sit on your bum, you can burn calories, you can decrease the inflammation in your body, which a lot of dis-ease stems from, and you can increase the blood flow circulation, which I'll just tell you, there's a ton more benefits, but those three in and of itself are worth your while. So you guys check it out, Therasage, that's T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com, and then Use code HAPPY to save yourself some money. And they got a bunch of holistic healing products on their site, but I'm just referencing this Thera 360 Plus sauna. I have the black one, love it. And uh, the cool thing is also you actually, you know, you have hand holes where you can stick your hands in. So you could be working on your laptop or reading and your head protrudes so your brain doesn't swell. A lot of like other saunas that, you know, the dry saunas like at the gym potentially, um, if you have one in your gym, you know, it's like a hot rocks those actually swell your brain over time and have detrimental effects. And given my current brain injury from the CO poisoning, I'm really glad my head is actually protruding from the heat zone in this Therasage sauna. So that's another reason why I love it. You guys check it out again, therasage.com, and then use code HAPPY to save. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.